0: There is a big lie that's being put out there by the White House right now when it comes to how you can support the people in Cuba. This big lie is also being told by the media. In fact, I'm going to give you a headline to prove my point this morning. The Hill, which is the kind of insider top newspaper in Washington, D.C., it is uh, revered by politicians, right? If it's in the Hill, it must be true. Their headline today is, quote, the best way to support Cuban protesters is ending the U.S. embargo. This isn't a joke. Instead of actually supporting the people in Cuba who are being oppressed by the Cuban government, the propaganda machine of the White House, which is not allowing us to help the actual people in Cuba, is now getting their surrogates to go out there and to support the communist Castro regime. Here's their headline. Cubans took to the streets and cities around the island in the largest protests in nearly thirty years. Although hunger and other shortages helped to spark the protests, the protesters are not demanding handouts. They are demanding freedom. Ending the trade embargo is the best way for the United States to support these protesters. That is just a fundamental lie. In in fact, the worst thing you could do right now is end the embargo, which would take the pressure off the Castro regime, which is has a noose around its neck right now by these protesters. This propaganda, communist propaganda piece in the Hill says the Cuban economy contracted by 11% during the COVID-19 pandemic. The contraction led to shortages of food, medical supplies, and other necessities. That is also not totally accurate. You had shortages of food and medical supplies and other necessities for years, and you've had them actually for decades This idea that this only happened because of COVID-19 is a lie. Back to the article, much like the drop in oil prices that preceded Venezuela's collapse nearly a decade ago, the external shock is not the real problem. Like Venezuela, Cuba's underlying socialist economic system is the problem. Socialist economic systems are defined by government ownership and control of the major industry and businesses, empowering government planners to allocate scarce resources. State, Ownership and management from tourism and cigar making to sugar milling and oil refining, has made a mess of Cubans economy for decades. So now you want us to lift the embargoes to help all of those communists stay in power. This literally makes no sense. This is nothing but communist propaganda that is being advocated and supported by the Biden administration and the media is doing it for them. The emergence of COVID-19 necessitated millions of adjustments The article reads to the production, delivery of goods and services in market economies. The bulk of these adjustments were made by entrepreneurs responding to price signals and lack of supply in socialist systems. Most of these changes were centrally managed. Decentralized entrepreneurial decision making, which outperforms bumbling bureaucrats in normal times, became even more important in the rapidly changing circumstances like a pandemic. Cuba's planning, planned econ- economy was destined to fail. No, it was destined to fail because communism, and communism always fails. Don't blame this on COVID-19. The people in Cuba have been suffering for decades under the Castro regime. Don't tell me now it's only because of COVID-19. Back to the article, The Big Lie. In videos of protests around the country, Cubans can be heard chanting, Freedom! Although the Cuban people understand that their socialist government is to blame for their problems, the Cuban government blames the United States and its economic embargo. The Cuban foreign ministry tweeted that Cubans know perfectly well that the government of the United States is principally responsible for Cuba's current situation. Okay, let's actually dive into that and deal with that. That is, again, communist propaganda, which is now making into the headlines in the United States of America. And socialists and communists like the AOCs, the Bidens, the Harrises of the world are, are implying the same exact thing. The embargo that we have with Cuba does not destroy Cuba. It's communism that destroys Cuba. Other countries are free to trade with Cuba. Our embargo does not mean that every country in the world has to be embargoed from doing business with Cuba. The embargo... Like any restriction on free trade, the article says, makes both Cuba and the United States poor. Uh, Again, the idea that we're supposed to just lift sanctions on Cuba, and that's now justifiable because it's going to make us more money, is also sick. This is communist propaganda actually on the front pages of American newspapers. Ending it would relieve some suffering in Cuba on the margin. It would be temporary at best because we know that even during the Biden Obama years, when we tried to normalize relations with Cuba, which was a failure and has been a failure, and no one in these articles mentions that it did not trickle down to the people. It only propped up the communists and made the communists richer. It did not make them anything but more wealthy. Now, the people didn't get any of that. That's a fact. It did not trickle down to them. It helped prop up the communist government to be dictators to the suffering underneath them that cannot rise up. This article says in the Hill it would relieve some suffering in Cuba. It would not. The magnitude of the suffering caused by the embargo in comparison to the suffering caused by the socialist planners and the Cuban government. Okay, so then why would you want to give the Cuban government money when you know what happens when you give them money is it allows them to stay in power for longer and props them up for longer. Again, this is nothing but communist propaganda. It's not based in fact or reality. The article goes on to say ending the embargo would do more to reveal the true causes of Cuban suffering than it would to relieve Cuba's economic crisis. Again, that's also a lie, because if you didn't end the embargo and all of a sudden we were flooded. With their cigars and 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 their rums and everything else. Right. It would only prop up the communist government and it would not help the people. The reason why right now we should be supporting the people by not supporting the communist regime in Cuba is because we are at a breaking point. This is when you actually get change. When people hit rock bottom in communist countries, they're willing to stand up and they're willing to fight. And in many ways, they're willing to die for their freedoms because life is not worth living under the conditions that they are under right now. That is why people are taking to the streets. Now, notice in this article, they say nothing about condemning the violence from the Cuban regime against the people in Cuba. That tells you how much propaganda this really is. Notice that the White House and the United Nations has not come out condemning the reporters that have been picked up right? The protesters have been picked up, the people that have disappeared. Why is it that we've not had one single statement coming from this White House demanding that the people that have been locked up be released immediately in Cuba? Because they support communism.
6: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient.
2: Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network,
0: available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In fact, the Biden administration is actually putting forth policies now that are propping up the Castro regime. They're not trying to help the people in Cuba, they're afraid of the people in Cuba coming to America. They're afraid of actual people that have lived under communist regime and rule coming to America and warning Americans, don't do what I just left. Don't allow America to become a communist country. How much is this Biden administration supporting communism? Look at the Department of Homeland Security secretary. This is a guy who has an open border, who is allowing anyone to come into the United States of America And all they have to do is claim asylum, right? I'm afraid to go back to my host country because I might be persecuted. And we allow them to stay in America. We don't even give them a court date. We say, see ya, and they disappear into our society and our economy. We'll give them hotel rooms. We'll give them food. We'll give them water. We'll give them housing. We'll give their kids education. We'll give them health care. Hell, we'll give them everything. Because those are the people you want in America. Those are the people that vote for Democrats and are already conditioned to a form of socialism so they'll have no problem voting for the Democratic Party as they bring in socialism but the people from Cuba are going to be conservatives they are going to be Republicans because they're never going to want to live under actual hardcore failure of communism which they've been living under so the Department of Homeland Security Secretary has doubled down after he made comments saying don't come to America because we're not going to let you stay not only that but we're now attacking the people that are coming from Cuba who very well could be murdered if they go home, certainly imprisoned, by telling them that if you do come to America and somehow you get in and we can't stop you, but we're going to try to stop you, know this, you're not going to be allowed to stay in America even if you claim asylum. We'll put you in another country, not America. Why aren't we using that same logic at the border? Oh, because those the those are the, the, the illegal immigrants we're okay with because we know they'll vote for the Democrats if we give them. Asylum and we give them citizenship and we give them all the free stuff. The people in Cuba, though, are a threat to their ushering in communism. That's why they're so helping on keeping you out. If you're in Cuba, this administration is not your friend. If you're one of the innocent people in Cuba being persecuted right now, this administration is not your friend. And even CNN found it awkward. Even CNN, the Chinese Communist News Network, found it awkward the position from the Department of Homeland Security and the Biden administration, like, okay, guys, you got a wide open border where anyone can stay, stay that claims asylum. But you're not even going to allow the people in Cuba to have the same exact rights when they're actually under attack from their government. And people are disappearing and people are being murdered. Take a listen to this weird interview on CNN. You have
4: expressed support for the people in Haiti who are experiencing now a presidential assassination and, frankly, a certain degree of chaos. And the people on the streets in cuba protesting against the authoritarian communist regime there so you've expressed uh, support but you've also told them don't come to the united states at least by sea listen
5: allow me to be clear if you take to the sea you will not come to the united states
4: To the united states from cuba in 1960 with your family fleeing uh, the castro regime is it fair to tell the people in cuba in
0: haiti right now who want to flee you know dangerous situations not to do so you know it's bad by the way when cnn is asking this question they're, they're sitting there and they're like okay we we can't even make sense of what you're trying to do here we can't even understand what you're advocating for here How is it fair to the people in Cuba that are actually dying and disappearing? How is it fair for them when they get to America to you say, no, don't come. And if you try to come, we're going to send you back. And even if you try to get asylum saying that you're being persecuted or you could be killed if you go back, we're still not going to let you stay in America. We'll send you to a third country. Even CNN gets it. But again... They only want immigrants, illegal immigrants, coming into this country from places that will support the Democratic Party. So the next time they tell you they care about lives, they don't. Remember the kids in cages and AOC crying at the, at the wall, right, or a chain-link fence and, and, and all that propaganda? They don't give a crap. About these illegal immigrants, they don't care about the sex trafficking, they don't care about the sexual assaults of these kids, they don't care about the coyotes, they don't care about the drugs, they don't care about the fentanyl, because there's enough people coming across the border that if they can just get them amnesty, just give them citizenship, they truly believe they will vote for them forever. People from Cuba that come to America are not going to be liberal Democrats, they're going to vote for Republicans so they keep them out at all costs.
5: It's a very important humanitarian message. Um, It is a a long-standing message from the United States. Uh, And the reality of it is that when people take to the sea, uh, they put their lives in tremendous peril. Just in the last few weeks, uh, we have seen uh, approximately 20 people uh, lose their lives by taking to the sea. It is extraordinarily dangerous. It is not worth the risk and consistent with longstanding practice, people will be returned. One cannot take to the sea and come to the United States. It won't work and it is extraordinarily dangerous. So you will
4: return them to Cuba if they leave on a boat from Cuba.
0: listen, listen to this. Now, now, of course, CNN is actually shocked here, right? Cause they can't even believe this type of inhumane treatment of people fleeing from Cuba. You have John Bergman there, my former colleague, who's like, hold on, you're going to return them to Cuba. Like, like e- even we can't get behind that. And listen to his response. This is the Biden administration's official response. You make it from Cuban America, and this is what we're going to do to you.
5: That is correct. And if they um, they have a well-founded fear.
0: Well-founded now fear. So it can't just be what we're seeing at the southern border where they have a script and they, they, they look at you and they say, oh, I fear for my life. If you return me, I will die. And they know that's how they get in. Even though there's no fear of them dying when they return to their host country. In Mexico, for example, or any of the, a lot of the other countries, right? They have this script. We know they have the scripts because they see the scripts. It's printed off by the coyotes. A script of how to say you need asylum. So now we've raised the bar for the people coming in from Cuba. It's no longer just a simple question that you are a simple statement you make like you can if you're coming across southern border. No. Now you got to prove it.
5: They, um, they have a well-founded fear of persecution or torture. Uh, they, um, uh, they are uh, resettled in a third country. Uh, they are not resettled in the United States.
0: So you got to prove that you're going to be tortured to stay. And then even then we won't let you stay. We'll send you to a third country. Why aren't we doing this with illegal immigrants? It's 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 a it's a very very fair very fair question, right? Why are we not resettling people to third countries? Because we like those illegal immigrants. Those illegal immigrants are our friends. Those illegal immigrants we believe are future voters. That's why people from Cuba they're worthless to us. The Democratic Party. We don't need them. They're worthless. They're a liability, not an asset to our party. So you get here, good luck. And if you do get here, we're going to kick you right back out. And the only way you're going to get to stay here is if you can show us beyond a reasonable doubt that they're going to torture you if you go back. That's a high level, a high bar that was just set by the Biden administration compared to the open southern border.
1: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Just take a look at this propaganda that's coming from not just the Biden administration, but let's look at AOC for example. AOC is out there hour after hour now for the last two days, propping up, defending, protecting Fidel Castro, trying to blame the United States for the protests happening in Cuba, the failure of Castro's regime, the failure of communism, yet again, she's now trying to blame it on the United States of America with this Jedi mind trick. Take a listen.
2: One of the things that we want to make sure that we communicate is our solidarity with the Cuban people. And what's extraordinarily important for us to communicate as well is you is the, is the actions and U.S. contributions to the suffering of Cubans on the island as well.
0: So it's our fault. It's all our fault. We want to Stand with you while we support the Castro regime. We want to stand with you while we say that we need to lift the embargo to help the communist regime stay afloat while they may be crumbling. People have been waiting for this moment in Cuba. We don't know if it's going to work or not, but for 40 plus years. There are people that live their whole lives in extreme poverty in fear of the government coming and taking them in the middle of the night. We are seeing cracks in communism And now you want to prop up the Fidel Castro regime. You want to prop up communism by lifting the American embargoes and by blaming the United States of America for the for the failures of communism in Cuba. That is exactly what AOC is saying.
2: And that is directly related to the embargo, the U.S. embargo, like other U.S. policies, particularly other U.S. policies targeting Latin Americans and Latinos, The cruelty is the
0: point. And so now we're cruel. The United States of America is cruel, not communism. Castro is not cruel. No, 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 no. Castro is a good person. Communism is okay. It's America that you need to be angry at. It's America's cruel policies standing up to communism. That is the problem. Again, that's what she's actually saying. I'm not putting words in her mouth. This is communist propaganda coming from a United States congresswoman who is doing this, uh, I'm sure, in conjunction with the Biden administration.
1: And I outright
2: reject the Biden administration's defense of the embargo.
0: I love that, by the way. Get ready. She she, she throws that little jab in there at the end of Biden. You watch. Biden and this Biden administration, at some point, they're going to come out. And they're going to say something about, well, the, the failed policy of this embargo is not working, so we're going to try to work to help the people. Now, Mike Pompeo was stopped on the street by a local news correspondent. And he was asked, okay, the left is now blaming the U.S. embargo for Cuba's woes and saying this is America's fault that we've been so inhumane, not the inhumanity of communism. Listen to what he said. One minute,
4: go. Awesome. So, you hear a lot of progressive lawmakers talking about how the U.S. embargo is the reason why we have the situation in Cuba with the protesters calling for freedom. Uh, what, do, what do you think about that?
6: Yeah, that's a lie. That's a lie. The, you, this is about the Cuban people. This is them demanding their freedom after being suffering under authoritarian regimes for decades. Uh, the United States put real pressure under the Trump administration on the regime, and you can see the people responding to that with love and kindness, waving U.S. flags. The Cuban people know that the United States is with them. I hope this administration will continue to head down that same path.
4: you concerned these issues could spread to Venezuela? Uh,
6: I-, I want freedom for the Venezuelan people, too. Maduro's got to go. Uh, we indicted him as a narco-trafficker. We worked really hard to help the Venezuelan people. I'm praying for them.
4: Thank you so Thank much. Thank
0: you all. I-, I love, by the way, just how blunt he is about that, right? He's just like, no, this is crap. You guys, this is total crap. And Biden is clearly punishing Cuban Americans and Cubans in Cuba. Now, let's talk about what's happening in America right now. You're seeing liberals persecute Cuban Americans who are standing up for the people in Cuba. And and the reason why Democrats are attacking them is because they specifically voted and they know it for Donald Trump. They voted for freedom. They voted for democracy. They didn't vote for socialism. Sean Hannity put it perfectly when he had this to say
3: up there because the Biden, the open borders agenda, you know, when they built the new cages and put kids on top of each other in the middle of the pandemic. They want migrants from pretty much everywhere except from from Cuba, as the DHS head Mayorkas says migrants fleeing Cuba uh, or other places will by sea will not be allowed to enter the U.S. Why didn't he say that about the border? Take a look.
5: The time is never right to attempt migration by sea. To those who risk their lives doing so, this risk is not worth taking. Allow me to be clear. If you take to the sea, you will not come to the United States.
3: Why were you that clear on the border? Now ask yourself, why is the Biden administration not supporting Cuban Refugees that have been living under murdering communist dictatorship. Why has their response been so tepid and weak? Is it possible that trying to punish people from Cuba here at home, many of whom supported Donald Trump in 2020?
0: The answer, by the way, is all of the above. You have an administration that's trying to silence those Cuban Americans who are telling Americans don't do it. Do not become a communist nation. Don't put in communist ideas. Don't put in communist health care and things like that. Whatever you do, don't. They're going to punish them because many of them voted for Donald Trump, supported Donald Trump. Number two, they don't want any of these people coming from Cuba who will tell the same story. So they're going to punish them as well. Just look at the White House. Jen Psaki actually refused to condemn communism in Cuba, refused to condemn the disappearing of people who are standing up to the communist government at the White House press briefing, which means you are defending the Castro regime.
7: What was reiterating is that this is not the time to travel irregularly. It's dangerous. People can lose their lives if they, as they have in the past.
4: And as the administration tries to figure out the root causes of migration to the country, don't we know that the reason people want to leave Cuba is because they don't like communism? We, and so as you're trying to figure out, like, what the processes are uh, for these people who want to leave Cuba,
7: just... Well, I'm not sure what your question is.
0: You guys... Why are people
7: leaving Cuba, or what is the process for them getting here? I can explain either of them, but you tell me. Sure, yeah.
4: Do you think that people are leaving Cuba because they don't like communism?
7: I think we've been pretty clear that we think people are leaving Cuba or not leaving Cuba or protesting in the streets all as well because uh, they are opposed to the oppression, to the mismanagement of the government in the country. And we certainly support their rights of protest. We support uh, their efforts to speak out against their treatment in Cuba.
0: Wow. I mean, wow. So anyone else that's coming to America for any reason, right? Remember... Remember when we we went to the origins and we 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 went to a country, the vice president of the United States of America went to a country, wagged their finger, at that country said, we're trying to figure out why people are fleeing this country. And we're going to help people in this country, in Honduras, so that they won't want to leave and come to America. And we're going to work on that. Well, we have the same thing happening right now in Cuba with Castro's regime and communism. And you won't connect the same dots. Come on. You really think we're that stupid? You know, when will Biden speak out against communism in Cuba? L- listen again to that part of that question and what she says.
5: We hear from the president this week. He said the other day that he would speak out on that. And, and secondly, is, it, is his position still that uh, he feels that the Trump policies were a failure and didn't affect change? Is that still his policy?
7: Well... Again, I would say, uh, one, in terms of whether you heal from him, he says that often, as you know, and what he means is he speaks out publicly nearly every day at events. Sometimes you all ask questions. If there's an update to provide on what we're doing, on what our policies are, certainly he'll provide that. Is there a planned speech or trip? Not at this time.
0: So communism is cracking in Cuba right now. The people are dying and risking their lives for freedom. And now is not the time to stand up. And to have a comment when there's a real chance that that you could have communism fall in Cuba at the hands of the people that are being oppressed in Cuba. And the White House's official position is now is not the time to comment. The only reason why you don't comment right now is because you support communism. That's it. That's the only reason. I'll say it again. If you listen to the show every day, please share this this podcast with your family and friends on social media. If you will share it and let other people hear the info we're giving you, it will make a huge difference in this country. I'll see you back here tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day.
2: More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia.
4: He has the smarts.